Welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. Hello, my sexy humans. Oh my gosh, you guys are gonna love today's episode because I'm talking to Miss Sarah Swindon. So let me give you a little bit of a backstory. We chat about it in the podcast, but me, um, she, we met actually through TikTok a few years ago and she has done so much work on herself. And she, when I first met her, I was like, this girl is special. I remember saying to Luca, I was like, there is something magical inside of her. Um, and I wanted to bring her on the podcast, not only to talk a little bit about her transformation, the power of doing the inner work on yourself, but most importantly, she is incredibly, she's an incredibly gifted clairvoyant, incredibly gifted psychic, um, who just the, messages that she receives and the visions that she sees is just absolutely next level. I knew this when I first started to get to know her. Um, and I knew that the more that she kind of stepped into herself, this would come out. And now she is really stepping into this work as well and, and serving the world with her gifts, which is so exciting. Um, she does readings for people. She does tarot for people. Um, she's just incredible. So in this episode, we talk a lot about, um, you know, connecting to our spirit guides, but also different spiritual um, conversations like, our, do we need to protect ourselves from, you know, negative energy? We talk about, you know, the power of guided meditation for connecting with our spirit guides. We talk about, you know, like how we see them, what we name them. We talk about the power of manifestation energy. We talk about galactic beings. We talk about so many amazing things. You guys are going to get so much um, information from this episode that I know that you're going to love. And of course, if you want to work with Sarah and get a reading from her, please reach out. She actually has a deal in January um, until the end of January. Um, So make sure that you you jump on this. I know you're going to love this episode and I hope that you guys sit down and get a nice cuppa and you have a good listen. Enjoy. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Beautiful Souls podcast. I have a beautiful soul guest here today, Miss Sarah Swindon, who actually is um, a client and past client of mine who I've known for a few years now, but she also is a absolutely incredible channeler, mystic, and healer. And we're going to have her on here today to talk a little bit about our journey because I think you guys will be so inspired by the journey that has gone to where her, where she is today. But we're going to talk a little bit about her craft and her magic. We're going to dive into things like spirit guides and everything um, in that realm because Sarah um, has, and I knew this when I met her, has like such an incredible gift, like true psychic gift. And like, I really believe that we can all develop our psychic abilities, but there are some people that are just naturally gifted. Um, and when I first met her, she was telling me all these things and I'm like, girl, you are not normal, but I say that in a good way, like not in a bad way, in a fantastical way. So Miss Sarah, I'm so excited to have you here. I am definitely so pumped to be here and to be sharing my insight and about especially about the guides I'm very excited very excited um as well where are you in the world for people to know so I'm located in Canada Ontario Toronto yeah um 
Yeah. Awesome. But I mean, yeah. We, and then we all exist on like the mystical plane as well. Um, <laughs> so I would love to hear a little bit about kind of like what got you into this world. And I know, I think I, you started following me on TikTok probably like two years ago, but what kind of opened you up to all of this? And maybe you could just share a little bit about your journey because you have done a lot of work on yourself in the most incredible way to be where you are today. And I'm so proud of you, but I think, I think before we talk about the magic that you have now, let's talk about where you've come from. Yeah, for sure. So I definitely want to like start at the very beginning. So before I even stepped onto the path of mm. being a spiritual person, um, it was the first time I ever meditated. And I was so scared to meditate because I knew I didn't deal with any of my past traumas or any of my past mm anything like that and I knew I was opening Pandora's box is mm. kind of what I thought was going to happen so I just put out I guess at the time I didn't know but now I'm like the universe of I need help I need guidance mm. and this voice came from within me that was just breathe mm. just be calm everything will be fine and this calmness just washed over me and then what came through after, which at the time I had no idea what it meant, was the way you meditate is so special and so unique. Don't allow anyone's opinions to change that. Mm. And at the time I was like, I have no idea what this is referring to because I haven't even meditated. I didn't even really know what meditation was. Yeah. I found uh, meditation on this app, Headspace. Yeah. And... It was like, it was like I was in a movie almost like I was, everything was so detailed. I was talking to people. I was going on adventures and I shared this with the partner I had at the time. And his response was, you're meditating wrong. You're supposed to, you're supposed to quiet your mind and think of absolutely nothing and just sit still. And what came through after was, this is the moment I came spiritually awake there's no wrong way to meditate. Yeah. And then uh, I think a few months later, the whole world kind of shut down around 2019. And I was, I broke off that relationship. I was home by myself. And then all my shit started coming to the surface. Mm. That I was scared of that shit opened wide up. Cause you I, weren't working either. Right. Like the world no. literally like grounded you. Yeah, I literally lost my job. Well, I was going to go back eventually, but for yeah. a full year, I was home by myself. So I was like, I had to face myself. Like I was with myself 24-7. Yeah. I had no distractions. And I really disliked who I was at the time. Mm. And then divine timing, I found Danielle on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> seriously the universe works through the algorithm i really believe that like the people that pop into your world like it is no mistake like and and i remember i because i was sharing meditations at the time i think like new moon and full moon meditations and i remember getting like i think you were sending me emails back and sarah was like and this happened and this happened and i was like who is this girl this is amazing i'm like and then she joined in some of my workshops and she was telling me about her experiences. And like, I'm used to hearing about people's experiences if I guide them through meditations. If you've ever been in my programs, we go to pretty fantastical places. Um, but like just what Sarah was kind of detailing to me on the other side, I was like, this is above average for like lack of better terminology <laughs> because I was like, this is amazing. And I was really like in awe but i also saw in you this like it was like you were fighting like and i see it it's so even amazing to have you here today and just see your transformation because like it was like deep inside of you was always kind of that wise sage and that mystic but it was like you were just kind of you were hidden by the trauma that you hadn't yet faced right and and i feel like over the past few years you've really started to unpeel that and um it's just been like incredible to see the woman that has come out on the other side. Well, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I like, whenever I look back, I'm just like, Sarah, like 
two years ago would never say, oh, I'm so excited when a trigger comes up or I'm so excited <laughs> when I discover a new shadow of myself. Yeah. And I feel like even so, Sarah two years ago would, would never have been on a podcast as well. Oh, no. <laughs> right? You would have been way too scared. Oh, I remember the first, it was like the first call I had with you and you were asking everyone to share something about themselves. I thought I was going to cry. I was like shaking and I was so quiet. I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember how you were just so like scared to share. And it's like, it's just absolutely amazing. I think it's like shows, it's just the power of being able to do the inner work on yourself. And even though it can feel so scary if we haven't touched it first, like it is so transformational on the other side. What would you say for you was like one of the most powerful I mean, you've done so much over the past couple of years and I, I so applaud you for that. But what was the most powerful for you in, in your shift from the trauma that you went through um, as a child to get to you where you are now? Was it your own connection with your spirit guides or was it your own meditation process? Was it something else? Oh, it was definitely a combination of all that. I did develop a, um, a routine of doing meditation and like really trusting myself because at first it was really scary because so I'm like I have no idea what's going to come up yeah and then once I kind of surrendered to it and just allowed whatever to come through I got more confident and I started connecting more with my guides and they were like this massive support system um, within myself that I never had externally so it was something really beautiful that I've been developing mm. um yeah, there was another thing that just slipped my mind. <laughs> That's okay. That happens. I would, if it comes back, yeah. just let me know. I would love to know, because usually this happens like when people such as yourself have such incredible um, intuitive gifts, they experience things as children. Did you have any like experiences as children that as a child that you remember, um, whether it be with your intuitive abilities or speaking to your guides or anything along those lines? Um, I remember like, I was like, I don't really, honestly, I don't really remember my childhood. Like my earliest memory is like when I was eight. Yeah. Um, but I remember being at my grandparents' house and I was like, I had an imaginary friend, but it was only at my grandparents' house. Yeah, so I think maybe, maybe she wasn't an imaginary. Maybe she yeah. was like a guide or something. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or like a spirit, like in the home, you know? Um, Could be. How about like as a teenager, did you ever, like, did you ever have any, like now looking back, like any of those hints that was like, your gifts are above average, for lack of better terms? Um, Honestly, like I was, like, I think I, like pretty much I generally feel like, well, now my guides have told me, like, since I'm like really tapped in, everything that's like trauma or all my super hard stuff happened when I was younger. So I don't really remember that much. Mm -hmm. um, I do remember having like internal thoughts that were very comforting. But again, I had really like that ego voice would always come through and kind of squash that. And I didn't really trust that inner voice yet. So when I started my spiritual awakening and working with Danielle, I really started trusting myself and trusting mm. my guides and surrendering mm. to my guides. Um, the beautiful thing that I got recently, which makes complete sense, is your guides are an aspect of you. They're not an external force. So if anyone's like trying to connect with their guides and they're like, that's scary. Like, I don't want to connect to some random thing th floating throughout the ether, you know, like just think of it as your guide is an aspect of you. It's a part of you. It's not something separate from you. Mm. That's so true. And even like me and Luca have had these conversations through our own experiences, you know, through whether it be shamanic journeys or, or, or like plant medicine. And it's like, that's been something that's come through for us as well. It's like, if we meet a guide, it's actually just a version of ourselves, whether it be an aspect of yourself or literally like a version of yourself in a million years, it's just like almost like a higher fragment of who you are. <clears throat> who's here to guide you. And, and it's not like, mm -hmm. 
it, it's funny because I think, you know, when we're talking about guides, and this is one of the things that I see with people, you did this in such a beautiful way, though, but I see sometimes people have this relationship where they're like, I just want my, I just want to connect to my spirit guide, I want to connect to my spirit guide, but it's just another aspect of giving our power away to having, wanting someone else to like give us an answer or make a decision for ourselves. Do you know what I mean? But when I think we realize mm -hmm. that it's an aspect of ourself or a fragment of ourself or a future version of ourself, it's like, reminding us that the power is actually inside of us, right? Um, because yeah, I just, I see that happen a lot, unfortunately. And, and I love psychics and mediums and, and connecting with that whole realm. But sometimes I see that aspect where people kind of lean into a psychic or a medium or a guide to give to basically, and they give their power away to that person. And they not, yeah, which is beside the point. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so definitely something that I've learned most recently. So like regarding like the guides, it's like, um, gosh, it's like slipping my mind. So we're going to circle back to that. My my guides okay. are coming through and they're like, you, you need to share this. So I'm going to share. So they're saying like all guides are energy, like they don't have a form, they don't have a name. So when people are talking about, oh, my guide has, let's say, long hair, they're blue, or they're very mm -hmm. tall, or whatever, and their names could be anything, they're doing that to make us feel better. Mm -hmm. So a really good practice that I've learned with developing like more of a connection with my guides is I'll give them a placeholder name. Like whatever name comes through, I'll be like, okay, like I, when I first connected with my, one of my first guides, it felt like Flora. I really liked the name Flora. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Gonna, this is what I'm going to call you. And then over time I started journaling. I was like, well, what does Flora look like? What do I want Flora to look like? What would make me feel really comfortable? So I thought, oh, she has really long, beautiful hair. She could be an elf. To me, she's an elf with wings, like fairy wings. Mm -hmm. And she, her energy is really gentle and makes me think of like an aspect of my childhood, which I didn't get, but now I can have as an adult. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So and it's kind of like, oh, oh keep going, keep going. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to say like, um, definitely take the pressure off of like, I've noticed like you can get hung up on the, oh, they need to look a certain way or have a name. And you may not perceive them that way. They may just come to you as an energy or a feeling mm -hmm. or an emotion or a creation ideas. Mm -hmm. Like everyone is different. Like once you take off the, um, this is what it is, mm -hmm. you open to what it actually is. Like that mm -hmm. makes sense. That's so, that makes so much sense. So when you say that, because it's like, of course it's an energy, right? And then, but it would, for a lot of people basically like freak them out to just be like, I'm talking to an energy. Like it makes us feel more comfortable to see that in a human form, right? As opposed to kind of something that's like, I think in this human world, we really like things that are like tangible, right? That we can like see and touch and feel and like conceptualize. And so that makes so much sense that um, it like, that, that that's a creation of ourselves. What would you say about, and this is, I just would love to know your opinion about um, can only you connect with your guides or can somebody else like tell you who your guides are? I feel like they can pick up, like, again, all guides are energy. So yeah. I think they could pick up the energy. Again, yeah. I feel like how, let's say someone else is doing a reading for me and they're getting imagery that mm -hmm. guide could be giving them the imagery of what makes them comfortable. So yeah. I, you have to really go with what you resonate with. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's like you're the creator of your own life and yeah. you can create your inner world as well. Yeah. Yeah. How would, for somebody that's like starting out and wanting to connect with their inner guidance and their spirit guides, what would you suggest for them? Um, I would it's again everyone's completely different journaling like doing mm -hmm. like like really putting out the intention of what it like asking for guidance this could be journaling on paper I personally don't really like writing so I 
speak into voice notes. So mm. at first I used to do voice notes because now I just speak out loud. I don't really care. But I, when I was beginning into it, I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. I'm uncomfortable by that. So I started doing the voice notes. Yeah. And then, yeah. So then I started getting more comfortable with the guidance coming through. A big lesson I've learned is what's the difference between inner guidance and what is ego. Mm. So in it's always love and light it's never going to answer your questions directly it's not going to tell you what to do but it's going to give you that calming loving unconditional love mm. the ego is going to put you down and keep you small totally so that's something that especially like having someone to guide you through that while you're learning that is really um, beneficial but even just the consciousness of you being aware is massive Hmm. It's so true because I and and you know I I there's different types of ways that all of us intuit things. So like you know there's Claire sentient, there's Claire audience, there's Claire um, voyant, um, and so there's so basically there's people that see, people that hear, people that feel, people that know. And one of the things for me that I've noticed is I'm like a it's claircognizant. I'm like a claircognizant. So I have like a knowing or a feeling or, or clairsentient. I know you, Sarah, you're very clairvoyant. Um, and uh, one of the things that I've had to really figure out, because I was super confused at first, is that when I was tuning into my inner guidance, I would hear a voice. And that, but that voice would always be a scarcity voice. I would, it would be like an ego voice, right? And so then it would scare me because I'm like, oh, my intuition is telling me to do this, that, or the other. And that makes me feel scared or contracted or fear or whatever. But then I always have to, I realize, and I still even have to come back to the reminder. It's like my guidance doesn't come through in audio, like hearing, it comes through in a different energy. And so just like you said, it's that, ego mind versus that um inner guidance mind that inner love mind because our inner like guidance is all it's just all love and light and acceptance and truth and if there's any like fear or scarcity right that isn't that isn't coming from that inner guidance that's coming from a fearful part of ourselves or our ego as you said Mm -hmm. yeah it's um it's, I think it takes practice for people to kind of start to build that muscle. Um, and so you said that odd, like doing like journaling or audio or just reflecting has been really powerful. Has there been any type of like meditation practice that's been powerful for you? Um, I know it's so different, like it's so individual. That's the thing that's that can be challenging um, to each person, but has there been like anything would would do you call them forward do you ask for signs like what what helps you so when i first started i started off with the guided meditations where they usually they take you to some sort of valley and then over the hill you see you see yeah. an outline and then you kind of like paint the picture those really really worked for me yeah um I personally don't really resonate with just sitting in silence. I like there to be music or chanting or guided meditations. Yeah. Hello, beautiful souls. I am interrupting this podcast because we have the first drop out, my friends, for DK Play. If you guys don't know what DK Play is just yet, then you are in for a treat. If you want the full explanation, definitely go listen to episode 104. But for a little quickie, I am running a competition this entire year where every month I sneak in a little key in the podcast. And you have to listen to all the podcasts to figure out what the key is. And then sometimes you got to figure out what the key is, even when I give it to you. So I'm dropping the January 2023 keyword right here, right now. Are you guys ready? If you want to participate in this, the benefits that come from participating in DK play is number one. If you get the keyword and you DM me on Instagram at Danielle Kettlewell underscore, then you go into the draw to win a prize at the end of the month. And then all of you guys who have entered 
any of them um, and you get all of the keywords for all of the months, all 12 of them, because it's going to make an entire sentence um, at the end of the year, then you go into a special offer absolutely for free at the end of the year. Okay, so there's definitely benefits in participating and in playing. So here is the key word in the middle of this podcast for January 2023. And this one is actually a word scramble. Okay, so I'm going to give you, it's only a five letter word, so it's not too hard. Don't worry, because I'm really not good at word scrambles myself. But I'm going to share what the word scramble is. And if you have figured out what it is, send me a DM on Instagram and you will go in to the prize pool for this month. Are you ready? The word combination is C-G-I-M-A. C-G-I-M-A. And if you have figured out what that is, then send me a DM on Instagram and you will go into the prize pool for this month. Now let's get back to the podcast. Oh, just, yeah. Do you, like, do you call them forward? Did you ask for signs? So I don't really call them forward um sometimes like especially when I first started getting into it I felt nervous to just connect to this guide because I wasn't quite sure so Mm -hmm. I would also add in the universe as well I'd be like oh my guides and the universe and then I would say like oh um if it's a yes may I see this item or no and then I would just wait like the key is just putting it out there and waiting Mm -hmm. but not searching for it Mm-hmm. it's that that it's energy of like think. trust right you have to let it trust and like wait for it to come up have you ever been guided wrong wrong I say in quotation marks the wrong direction um I, I, I don't know I would say that's kind of hard so in the moment I'm like oh this can be wrong maybe I'm doing the wrong thing and then aftermath when I'm looking back I'm just like oh that worked out perfectly that worked out way better than I thought it could ever work out. So it's kind of hard because you kind of have to like, kind of like trust in the moment, but it's hard with doubt and stuff. Definitely mm. when you're first starting out, even now I always get like, sometimes I question, I'm like, I don't know what to do, but I always come back to everything is meant to happen as it's supposed to. Everything you're meant to say or not to say will happen. Mm. So we're, So it's like, everything is going to happen exactly as it's supposed to so you Mm -hmm. can kind of take the pressure off of do I do it now do I do it later and like yeah kind of stuff like that yeah and and it's funny it's so true how you said that in the sense of like in the moment we can think that it's wrong but then usually with hindsight we look back and we're like oh fuck this is why it worked out you know like I see so many moments like that in my own life where it's like really I felt guided to go down this and then this happened and then this and then it's like you wait a week a day a day a week a month I don't know a year and then you're like oh my gosh I get I get why it all panned out like that I think just in our human form we could be so focused on you know I say we're focused on the pixel and not on the big picture right and so that's where you really got to like build that muscle of trust um how did I think that's probably probably the one of the things that I see people struggle with the most is just the trust of like how do I trust that what I'm seeing is real right I hear people say that like how do I know that I didn't just make it up what what do you say to that to those comments That one's kind of tricky. I'll definitely say like to a certain extent, we are using our imaginations to connect to the so like we're connecting to the energy that yeah. is all around us. And then it's kind of being processed through our brains mm-hmm. in a way that we can understand it. So that could be some people are visually, some people draw, some people have the clairs so they can hear um see, you know, like I'm not really to I know what the clairs are but I always get the names confused yeah yeah it doesn't matter it's like seeing hearing <laughs> knowing you get the gist yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so yeah I, I think it's just yeah building that trust is like a really big um 
it, it just takes practice. And I think, and, it, and I think the thing that sometimes we can have in this culture and, you know, I love TikTok for this so much is because it's given us accessibility to so much more wisdom and knowledge um, and people like there's some incredible people like yourself, like me and you connected through that mm-hmm. avenue. But then I think that there's also this like, um, expectation for things to happen like really quick right people are like i want to be connected to my spirit guides yesterday and i want to know the answer to my future like tomorrow and like and i think that when we're talking about this like realm and and as is life like there is so much that we really have to be in this energy of trusting and waiting and realizing that not everything is happening on our timeline right and and i know that as you've gotten more into you know your expertise of like giving readings and and guidance you know we always have people that there's always people that have those questions like is so and so my soulmate is my house gonna sell like am i gonna have a baby and um and it's 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 okay to obviously want to know the answers to all those things but i think one of the biggest beauty beautiful things and like the biggest challenges in this world is that that capacity to build just trust with the universe and 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 realizing that everything is actually going to work out perfectly and beautifully and and on that i would just love to know your opinion you you said this before like around fate um do you do you believe that we have a part to play in fate or do you believe that it's already panned out so like the way that i um kind of like break it down so that my guides have told me and what I comprehend because it's very complicated but they've done a good job of simplifying it for me yeah I generally feel like it's like as a soul that's choosing this human life so what I've been told is everything is neutral like the energy of everything is neutral so when a soul is choosing a life there's no good there's no bad everything is neutral and they're like, I want to experience this, 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 this. So then when you go into that living that carnation, the universe is like, here's an opportunity. Here's an opportunity. But in that moment, it's up to you to decide if it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So when we're unconscious of this, it could be, oh, why are things happening to me? Mm-hmm. But when we step into a power and we start to work through our stuff, we start to see things as this is happening for me to learn a lesson. Mm-hmm. So it's like mind shifts that completely change your reality. And once you really like think of, I have power, I can, even though I have no control over anything that happens, I have power in how I react and how I respond. Mm-hmm. And we always, yeah, that reminder that we always have the power because I think, I see so many people giving their power away um, in in this life. And I think one of the most powerful things that we can do is to realize that we actually have the power to create our reality. It's fucking hard, though, sometimes when we realize it because you're like, oh, I created this like I'm responsible for this. But also we can we can solve that. We can find the answer. Um, and, you know, one of the things I wanted to say on this sense of like when we're talking about is it with spirit guides and our, and our guidance and our inner wisdom, like how do I know that I didn't just make it up? Um, I remember having a conversation with this lady actually in Perth. Funny enough, I'm in Perth while I'm recording this is um, she I did a it was it's called QHHT. Have you heard of QHHT? Um, it's quantum, quantum healing hypnosis therapy. It was actually created by Dolores Cannon. Uh, Dolores Cannon is a, um, she's, she's passed on now, but she's a really renowned, um, uh, lady who speaks about uh, past lives. Honestly, if you, if you saw like a video of her, she just looks like a little old grandma. Um, <laughs> she's beautiful, but she's like talking about past lives and all the things. So this was created, this this technique was created by her to help people connect to their past lives. And there's other ways that you can do it. But um, anyway, so I did this session with her and it was crazy. It was like, like I was at her house for like eight to 10 hours. Like it was crazy. And I was in the hypnosis for like three hours. And we, she was lovely. And one of the things that she told me is we had this conversation. It was like, I, I was basically in a hypnotic state and she recorded me and all this, I was sharing all this stuff. And I was like, how do I know that I didn't just make it up? And she was sharing with me along the lines of like, even if you just made it up, it has to come from somewhere. 
And where does that come from, right? Like we could, yeah, psychologists could get into the argument as maybe a part of your subconscious has picked it up from like parts of your life and then created this vision and da, 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 da. But it's like, we have to remember that even if you're imagining something, that imagination of that thing has to come from some level of a consciousness, right? And how can you even describe how someone would make that up, even if you think that psychologically we could scientifically like break everything down and that that description really like you know and i it's not like i was hard to convince or anything like that but i just the skeptic i think in me and i think in all of us and i think it's really great to have a skeptic in all of us right because it helps us have rational thinking but it just really helps me in in this um because i think when you and you i'm sure i can relate sarah is like when you get a certain level down this path you're like I can't even make the shit up that happens in my life. Like, it's just crazy in the most beautiful way. Like, I couldn't even write the story this good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So when you were talking about that, like a memory surface. So when I first started doing meditations and I would be speaking to my guides or like my higher self, I'll be like, what if I'm making up what I'm saying? Yeah. And then what came through was, even if I was, it's what I needed to hear in that exact moment that helped me got me through whatever shit I was dealing with. So at the end of the day, like I was better off because I heard that information. That's mm, so true though, right? It's so true. You, yeah, because you needed to hear that in that moment. And then why would you even try and argue with it? But I mean, I feel like this is the thing that people have been arguing, arguing, I say in quotations for like, thousands and thousands of years like faith in something bigger right some people aren't in the consciousness in this life to even believe that because they're atheist and it just doesn't they believe i i actually think it would be much harder to be an atheist and not believe that anything is beyond i, I think that'd be a really hard way for me to live in this world but it's like the the argument of like we're getting into like theoretical ethical like <laughs> concepts of like people arguing that they believe in something higher right and there's you know whether that be god universe spirit spirit guides you know allah uh, buddha you know kuan yin you know anyone that it may be there's kind of been this conversation for thousands and thousands of years but if there was i just think it's like there's so many people in this world there's, I would say there's probably more people that believe in something higher than those that don't. And that can't be nothing. Do you know what I mean? That cannot be yeah. nothing. There wouldn't be that many people that believe in something greater than, and for it to not be real, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever have, sorry, did you want to say something? Uh, no. <laughs> did you ever have any, and I'm not sure, did you ever have any like religious like background or upbringing that you had to excite so for example for me i was brought up catholic so in all of this kind of awakening there was a lot of dogma that i had to kind of unwire to to step into this field did you have any of that in your life um i mean my family goes to church like my uncle's a minister so there is very strong faith in my family they're definitely like new age church I would say in terms of like different levels of church stuff um I don't know I've just never really resonated or connected with it I could honor that people did um worship or not even I don't even know if that's quite the right term for the church I went to but like yeah um but it's like I could be there and be like okay I, I accept you I accept this space but I'm gonna hold my own trust that I don't connect in the same way and that's okay like subconsciously I at the time when I was young like I had no idea I was like I'm going to church to hang out with my family yeah but now looking back on it and really like kind of like not like analyzing but like really diving in it really came to light of oh I was like really like aware when I was young even though at the time I had no idea what was happening yeah yeah absolutely and it was it was probably you know my perception of it coming from catholicism to where i am now is like it's basically all the same stuff just described in different ways and then sometimes religion religion yeah. the organized religion has gotten some things screwed up but even the basis of organized religion is beautiful like like come on guardian angels that's the spirit guide you can't even argue that right like that's what, that <laughs> that's at least my belief system now um and it's 
just been seeing it in a different light, I think without like the rules of religion. Have you ever, Sarah, felt um, like, have you, and I think some, some of us can feel this when we're kind of coming into this whole new way of being, have you ever felt like judgment or criticism from people for your beliefs or your abilities? And like, how have you dealt with that? Oh, a hundred percent. Well, I don't know exactly what they're thinking, so I can't say for yeah. certain if they are, but what I have, I guess, perceived from people, I have definitely picked that up, but that's also like insecurities within myself that I'm mm -hmm. just seeing in other people, um, and added awareness that, I'm, that I tap into. Yeah. Um, but also like, I, I definitely find whoever I'm with, I kind of alter how I speak. Like for those that are very spiritual, I'm like, oh, I had a meditation and I saw aliens or like, yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> but like for someone who's knows nothing about spirituality and is kind of nervous about the topic, it, it'll be more of like, well, it's just an awareness. It's just being um, like, just like connected into the whole, like, like everything around us and just being like, um, I can't even think of like the words coming through, but yeah, just uh, probably more, just a different, different vocabulary the, to describe it. Right. Yeah. Like diluted, like I diluted. Yeah. Like, diluted. Yeah. Is what comes through is kind of like a watered down version. So it's yeah. more palatable. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever like faced like friends or family members? Like, you know, I think there's so many of us in this world that have like the witch wound, right? Like that mm. either, made a comment towards you or um kind of gave you that assumption like you know you so you talk to people in different ways but how have you how have you handled that the thing the thing that I've recent like I've learned like well especially growing up my mom would always tell me you never know what's happening behind closed doors mm -hmm. like you don't know someone's life until they tell you about it so I think it was a like I didn't like talk about anything spiritual but like the topic of like um like my grandma was talking about ghosts and mm. like how this place was haunted because they dug up bones and then stuff was moved around there's like poltergeist so then they had a shaman come and like smooth down the area and then it was fine and I was like whoa she knows about spirits that's cool <laughs> like I would have never guessed she was yeah. like open to the possibility of what spirits are yeah 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 absolutely you i think it's like it's funny because i think there's actually so many more people that are opened to all of this than we realize kind of just like you said um and it's like owning our light in that like yeah we don't have to go tell the average person that we just went on a galactic trip in our consciousness <laughs> to speak to fucking Pallades, right but like you know there's so many more people that are i and i think you know we are in such a big awakening period where people people are becoming more normalized like i'm so excited to see where the world goes in the next 20 years because i think this is going to become more common conversation do you know what i mean e even now i mm -hmm. i can't even imagine what it would have been like to be uh, i don't i don't like using the word conscious person but like to be a conscious person back in you know like the 70s or like the 50s like way before any any of this there has been so much that has changed um i would love to know what is your whether it be like perception or connection, have you ever connected to like places like Pallades or um, uh, the Arcturians, like any of the galactic beings? Have you ever had any connection with them? I have. Um, I've had meditations where I've connected with Pallades energy. Yeah. Um, like, again, the gift of knowing without knowing, it's like, I've just accepted the information I get regarding my soul I resonate with. Some things um, that have come through from other people, I'm like, mm, I don't resonate with that. Mm. So I know it's not a part of my journey, which is absolutely fine. You have the power to discern what is your truth and what's not. Yeah. Um, I've definitely, I've never like reincarnated as a Palladian. Like I just know that, but I've definitely connected in with that energy. 
Mm -hmm. I've connected a lot with Orion energy and I just know that's like my soul's origin. I have no idea how I know. I just know and I just accept it. Yes, that's it's it's funny because I think that we all have. um, And if this is totally new to you guys, there's there's planets and and galactic beings from different places. and, And I encourage you to go and go on your own journey to get there basically um because i don't want to implant anything but there's going to be just like i think we find this in real life or on social media there's going to be people that you just naturally feel more connected to or more drawn to right um and i think the same thing happens with like galactic beings and galactic spaces and you know for you it's so interesting you just feel more drawn to orion um and i think you know i have friends that feel more drawn to the arcturians and i feel really connected to palladians um and that's and we just have to kind of like this is where that muscle of trust just comes in right like how do we explain that you feel more connected to orion and i feel more connected to palladies um and I think in all of this, you know, whether you're learning from somebody who's sharing more about Pallades, and there's some incredible books, um, like channeled and written from from Palladians and Arcturians and, and all of them. Um, but just be, yeah, I think be aware of who you get your information from because I think there's a small amount of people, but there are some people out there that come from a space of spiritual ego, and just remembering that all of this information it is from a space of love and so whatever you feel drawn to just just really use your own discernment that you're coming from a space of of love and expansiveness and trust um wouldn't you agree sarah yeah i just definitely want to add on to that so like i find like um like just from people like people that have asked me or just like people that i've seen they're so obsessed with oh what's my soul's origin Mm. like they want to know exactly where they're it's like a sense of home it's like you want to know where your home is yeah there's also like yeah that's really cool like to know where you live past lives not on earth is cool like that's cool it's a part of you but it's you are here living the human experience and you need to be grounded into this human life yeah. there has to be balance you if there's no balance you are floating in the ether like disconnected from life and it can get mm-hmm. very scary really quickly when you're too disconnected so having like grounded exercises which are very easy simply just being outside is grounding mm. what what else do you do to stay grounded because I know you're you're a float you have floaty potentiality in you right oh yeah The number one thing I'll just say is like, you have to really get over the fear of you'll never disconnect from your body. You'll never like actually float into the ether. Like you're always connected in, like that's a safety mechanism of the soul and of the body. Yeah. So like once you get past that, that's, that's one thing. Um, So I live in a building and I'm kind of lazy sometimes. So I don't always go outside and around. So like sometimes I'll, I'll have my own little um, routines. Like when I open my window, I use it as an opportunity to let the fresh air in and all the air that's stale can, that doesn't serve me can leave my space. I do that like every morning. Mm. Unless it's so cold, I physically can't get my window open. <laughs> yeah. Um what do you I would love to know your opinion on when people talk about like bad spirits and like protection around that like what's your kind of perception of all that so I've recently so like for a while I kind of was like I kind of like jumped onto what everyone else was saying because like I didn't really know and then I've kind of come into like my own perspective of it um so like when people refer to like haunted houses for example like I definitely believe in residual energy. Um, I definitely believe that we can manifest energy. So whatever state you're manifesting in is what type of energy you're going to get. So if you're manifesting like more positive, I definitely think positive energy can come through. But if you're in a, not even like a negative state, but just kind of like, I don't know, like, I don't like enough, like when people talk about so much negativity like people dying 
or like there being you know like gruesome stuff that's happening or even like demonic things which Mm. I don't really I don't come across any of that in my journeys because I I don't I don't it's not that I don't believe it like I I honor as above so below there's balance but I just don't believe I will come in contact Mm. with it in Mm -hmm. a way that's not arrogant Um, I don't I don't know I'm still kind of like inner debating how this connects to me yeah I don't know it's I'm every every time I like tap into this energy I'm getting like a different perspective of this topic which is really beautiful yeah yeah I I agree with you as well because I've had people ask me about that and it's like it's not that I don't believe that it doesn't exist I just choose not to play in that field you know what I mean and I choose not to allow that into my space and yes I do think that like doing things to protect ourselves just you know in general you know like just it's just like you wouldn't you know like it's not smart to be wasted walking out down a dark alley in the middle of the night you know what I mean like that's like doing something like that is isn't going to be very very good for our physical safety you know and there's also things that we can do for our spiritual safety like I don't I don't agree in things like Ouija boards I don't know if you like stuff like Ooh, that don't, like, don't touch it <laughs> no yeah no that's like icky like you, that's not, not something you want to play in and I think it's a space of like respect to, and and I told I love what you said about manifesting the energy that you manifest from is what you see because it's so true right it's like when we're in the frequencies more of fear and and worry and kind of allowing that into our life then we attract that even more um but I think like as a human, um, yeah, it's just, it's just about being aware. And also you get to be coming from the consciousness where you're like, I'm just not even going to play in that realm. Do you know what I mean? That That's my belief. Mm-hmm. At least. And it, it sounds like yeah. yours is kind of similar. Yeah, I definitely, um, my motto is I don't have time for trickster energy. those types of people and you don't even have to like you're not going to go run in the middle of the street and say you're not going to get hit by a car right but it's like you don't attract those kind of negative experiences anymore and I kind of I believe similar things about like bad spirits and I just don't allow Mm -hmm. that to be in my consciousness you know yeah I just wanted one thing that came through when you were talking so like when we go through lessons and when we go through quote unquote like the shadows or the dark times in our life yeah like we find our gifts in our shadows Mm -hmm. and I heard this creator say this and it just like spoke to me it's like um which is when you find your gifts in the shadows it's up to you to bring them to the light That's beautiful. It's a beautiful way of saying it because it's tr- yeah. like we that we turn that pain into purpose. We turn and we turn that that mess into our message, right? Um, mm-hmm. And we start to bless the thing that broke us down. And um, it's such a beautiful, yeah, beautiful description of that. Um, this is such a great conversation. It's so interesting. It's good to yeah. like. I love talking about these things with people, and I think mm-hmm. I think that people are going to get so much from even just listening to this conversation. Um, is there anything that you or your guides want to share with before we wrap up today? There is. So what came through really, really strongly was about manifesting. Of yeah. So for me, like the new moon was, I don't know, like on the 23rd, it was supposed yeah. to be the biggest new moon of the year. And it was all about um, bringing in your desires and your dream life and manifesting. Yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And that day so much shit came up like I was hardcore dealing with stuff and part of me is like oh I have to suppress this or else I won't manifest the life I want and then my guides came through and they're like no they're like you need to do the opposite you need to honor this is coming up like mm-hmm. this is coming up for a reason like the thing is like again everything happens divine timing so when you were let's say one day like really feeling it and you're sitting with it you're allowing it to come up but you're also action of moving through it as well not just forever sitting in that energy Mm -hmm. it's a balance of that um, masculine feminine energy which has nothing to do about gender I always say it's the energy that everyone has yeah um once we like understand that 
it's um oh my gosh I got off I started oh that happens to me all the time I get so excited <laughs> and then I'm like the train has left the station um you were saying about the energy that you manifested on the new moon yes so like um so like what was coming up was like all this negative stuff that I had to like sit and work through yeah. and I really had to surrender to the idea that I'm by today I'm going to like just surrender to this energy and then I have the knowing that I'll be able to manifest what it is I want at a later date mm-hmm. not just because the full, the new yeah. moon was on that particular day because mm-hmm. like anytime you push stuff down like yep. the metaphor you always say which is my all-time favorite is, is it pushing the, the the when you have a beach ball and oh you're yes pushing it in the water and so until you until you slip and it smacks you in the face yeah, yeah. that's oh I love that that's your favorite one from me <laughs> that's it's so true I said that all the time because also like that's an analogy because I was a swimmer and that we would do that to play but it always you always get hit in the face there's someone that always gets hit in the face if you try and push it down right and it's like I think with manifestation like I love new moon stuff I love full moon stuff but also it's like if you don't manifest do a manifestation ritual on the new moon it doesn't mean that's not going to happen do you, do you know what I mean like it's it's a manifestation is an energetic way of being and a way of living and I think that there are moments and there's portals where things the energies align and yes it's more powerful for us and for the world but it's 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 an every moment of every day situation it's thing right it's not just at one day every month um and it's more important to um, and I'm not saying don't live in the cycles of the moon because I love that as well, but it's like, it's more of just being in this ritualistic honoring of what comes up when it comes up and knowing that we're consistently up leveling ourselves to create the life that we're desiring in this carnation on this planet. Whew. So good. <laughs> anything else from the, from the guides, any of them want to share anything? Um, I think that's pretty much it for now. I mean, Probably when I get off the podcast, it'll just be like flowing through. But <laughs> everything happens as it's supposed to. Yeah. So I'm not stressing about it. Yeah. And if you guys have any questions, um, what I'll do is we'll put Sarah's um, information in the notes below. And if you guys have any questions, then you can send her a message or myself a message. And if we have, if we have tons of questions, we can always do a follow-up um, episode with a Q and a, um, because Sarah definitely is a, like a wealth of knowledge and she is so talented as well. Like just so gifted. Um, what are ways that people can find you, Sarah? And what what ways do you have if people want to work with you or get some guidance from you? Yeah, for sure. So it's super easy. So my TikTok and Instagram is the same handle. It is wide-eyed dream. Um, yeah. And then in both of those um, social media, there is a link that has... Um, it has like my main offerings, but right now I'm having a 20% off um, promotion for January because we're stepping into a new year, a new energy. Okay. And I want to do that. Okay. Awesome. So that expires at the end of January then. Yes. Okay. Cool. Awesome. So people mm-hmm. can get that jump in for January and get a reading with her because she is amazing and also i know she started sharing some um meditations um and other stuff as well and she's just a um, a wealth of wisdom so um i am so proud of you miss sarah swindon (laughs) it is just so cool to see the woman that you guys you have become and i see this with so many of my clients it's like when we have the capacity to do the healing work and even though it's scary at first like so much beauty emerges right it's like we move that mud and then a rose garden appears you know underneath and um and we realize that we are never broken we are never wrong we're always beautiful and this was just kind of a part of our journey of life and so to have to see how much of like of your life has blossomed from you being able to do this work on yourself and now that you have the capacity to give to others in your wisdom and in your gifts is just like incredible. And I'm just, I just want you to know how proud I am of you. Oh, <laughs> I feel like what, so like sometimes I get a lot of imagery, like my guides, like really make it easy for me. They give me imagery and I got this, the, the scene 
from uh, the Grinch where his heart's like growing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like growing. It's like growing three sizes. Oh, I love that. I love that. I wish I got more imagery. Come on, guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm very grateful. <laughs> yeah, everyone's different. Everyone receives differently. Yeah. You just have to honor your own gifts. Exactly, exactly. So thank you so much, Miss Sarah. Um, I hope you guys reach out to her, give her a follow, get a reading from her for your year. And um, we'll see. Maybe we'll have you back another time. Bye, everyone. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>